Thank you for checking out the Thang Podcast brought to you by Nissan. If you could, could you drop us a rating or a review? We would really appreciate it. You're sitting there listening. Just take the extra two seconds. Okay, begging over. From the top of Morning Thang Mountain, transmitting across Virginia and around the world, the K92 Morning Thang. Ladies and gentlemen, I declare it. Friday. It's here. Yes. Finally. And it always still feels like finally, just a little bit, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels like it feels like a little bit of a long week. But, you know, this is your first Friday from being back from vacation. Right. So you had you had to earn it. Oh, yes, and I feel like I did. <laughs> Good morning, y'all. What you got going on Friday up in the house? If uh, you go to a Salem Red Sox baseball game at some point this weekend, yes, and you see like there's like a little puddle, and this puddle it's like it's got like a brownish sort of discoloration uh-huh. to it. And you're like, what in the world is that? It is probably some of Antoine. So oh yeah, just, right. Like it's it's the fluids of Antoine just falling off of his body. I definitely <laughs> left pieces of me there yesterday. Oh, it was so hot. Yes. It was so hot. Now you know. I check the weather before I go because I want to see what the temperature is. Yeah. Even though it doesn't it doesn't really make a difference no. at this time of the year. And I learned that yesterday because my phone told me that the temperature was going to be somewhere between like 84 and 86. Oh, really? Okay. Around around 5 and 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I get to the ballpark around 5 and 6 o'clock, and all of a sudden it's 92 degrees outside. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. That's you that's lied. not what you said to me, you liar. You lied to me, phone. How dare and, you? And you can say, and you're sitting there, and you're saying, oh, that's only like 6 degrees to go once you cross that threshold of 90 degrees, oh, yeah. oh it's it's ridiculous. It now. matters. I would say without a shadow of a doubt that there is a massive difference between 89 degrees and 90. Just yes. one. It's one little degree, but it goes from feeling like, oh, it's kind of warm. It's summer to one million degrees. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, now I have to decide what I'm going to wear because I can't wear, like, gray because I'll sweat all the way through it. Oh, man. It's it's ridiculous. That is something that uh, if you're listening to this and you've never had to host an event in your life, and in most cases, you have not had to host an event in your life. I would never, you know, for most people, maybe you've attended an event, Uh but you do choose your outfit based on how much you think you might sweat Uh. and how visible that might be. I do that all the time. Like, like, I can't wear gray to this because I'm going to sweat and then it's going to look gross. And I'm going to go right through it. What do I have that's like white, black? The sun's going to hit me and that's yeah, going to be worse. That's and, the thing, like, because I want to wear like a black t shirt. I'm like, no, because the sun's going to be attracted to it. Then it's going to hold the heat mm-hmm. in. And then, like, red, you sweat through red. Like, it's it's really just dark navy blue. It's pretty much the only color you can wear. Well, Antoine, don't, uh, as you're hosting here tonight at the Salem baseball game yes. and tomorrow as well, yes. don't uh, don't check the weather. Just don't. Oh. Yeah, just don't. Just. Is it going to be hot all weekend? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the games. I love being now because yeah. once you get a breeze, you get some shade, it feels Ooh. great. But that first, like, hour and a half. When it's not messing around. And it's tough, too, because I would love to encourage everyone at the game tonight. Like, if we all just band together all at the same time and just go. Yes. Like, it would create a lovely breeze. But then in this day and age, you're like, does that put COVID through the air? (laughs) Like, who knows? Did we create one large COVID tornado? Like, what's going on? Where's the air filter? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if everybody. Here's what you do is everybody wave at Antoine 
all at the same time. Like, what, what the flapping Ooh, wave. I like this Yeah, one. like the Forrest Gump Lieutenant Dan wave. Like that. <laughs> give me that one where everybody waves all at the same time, and that may create enough of a wind to sort of give everybody just a little bit of a break. I may see if I could orchestrate that tonight at the game. Yeah. I may try. Because today, uh, I mean, the weather, all it says is hot and humid. The, yeah. You know it's I, bad when it and, says that. And when you told me not to check, mm-hmm. of course I did check. Yeah. And, and, it, and now my phone is actually saying it's going to be like 92 degrees. <laughs> So that means it's going to be 112. Yeah, your, your phone goes. <laughs> Good luck. What's going on? Drink your water, people. Also, don't be getting all dehydrated yes, out. Hydrate. In the sun. It, it's it's something you you think you wouldn't have to tell people. Like it would just make sense. Yeah. Like, like if you're out in hot weather, then try to stay cool. What? You know, you know that sweat, that liquid that's coming out of your body. What it, wait, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you need to replenish that. What? Like the more you sweat, the more you need to drink. You're like drying yourself out like a grape. Antoine, I feel like you should um, ha- make one of the other uh, teammates there, uh, the one of your staff. Uh, it's not your staff, but your, you know yeah, your team. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Of of your Salem Red Sox squad, because if you ever go to a game, like Antoine hosts a lot of the in, in the between the innings stuff, yes. and he comes with a squad. Yes, the squad runs around. There's clipboards. There's cameras. I mean, you do look very important. It's the team. So what I would like you to maybe consider doing, Antoine, is when you finish one of your activities, you need much like the home run derby the other night where one of them immediately <laughs> runs up to you with a towel and Gatorade. Like, they just need to run right up to you and hand it to you. I'm going to see if I could orchestrate that one for tonight, too. I think you should. I think I could do that one. Uh-huh. I think I could pull that one off. Yep. At least for one game until they get tired of it. Yeah, until they feel like, I'm no one's towel boy. Because I'm really going to James Brown it up. I'm really going to wait oh, until yeah. they come and tap with the towel all over you, drape it over me. They're going to have to open the Gatorade and pour it in my mouth. And then I want you to go, Oh, yeah, real hot. Home. Yeah, feeling good. Now, this is an interesting question. Like, when you're rich, are you still mad when you lose money? Let me explain. <sighs> Miss Monica's Diamond of the Day. Which I understand, for the most part, this is a question that nobody listening can answer because they're not rich. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't, I don't have any perspective. But we can pretend that we are rich. So, yes. You know, that one's good. We like that. Oh, yes. And without, and without getting a story, I, my answer is, depends on how I lost the money. Mm, this one, I think, would make me mad if okay. I was... Uh, now, but Matt Damon is very rich. Yes, he is. Like, he, he is not needing any more money. So, I, I guess... Maybe in that situation, I wouldn't care. I just I think I'd be annoyed the whole time. So uh, did you know that uh, Matt Damon was offered the lead role in a movie? Maybe you've heard of this movie. Avatar. Oh, oh, yeah. He missed a nice little paycheck for that. Well, Antoine, let me explain to you, because, you know, sometimes you are offered a role in a movie and they say, here's your salary for the movie. Oh, no, it was not that. This was one where they said, here's your salary for the movie. And here's the percentage of the box office that you would also receive. So, yeah, he turned down and he turned it down to be an avatar. They said, hey, Matt Damon, please be the star of Avatar and we'll pay you whatever it was. And you get 10 percent, 10 percent, 10 percent of the the profits, the in total, the total box office. Oh, man, it's Avatar's net profits are currently estimated at one point two billion dollars yes. so that cost him about 120 million so far so far but let's remember there's two more movies that are about to come out here yes. in the next couple of years and they are re-releasing the first one yep. to try to beat you know avengers endgame yeah. and then the second and third one's gonna come out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
he said, it's, uh, he said, I will go down in history. You will never meet an actor who turned down more money. Yeah. And <laughs> what makes it worse is that it feels like that movie was made for him. Because I don't know if you've ever seen Avatar. I have seen Avatar. But yeah. the actor whose name I can't think of Sam right now. Sam Worthington. He actually resembles Matt Damon. When you think about it, like if you put yep. like a little scruffy beard on Matt Damon, like the guy had in the movie, like that was Matt Damon. James Cameron was like, I need this face he wanted matt damon he wanted so he got matt damon light and when matt damon turned him down it was much like when we all get dumped and you say well just find someone who looks like that person and (laughs) go out with them and dump them so you can feel better so yeah i mean on the flip side if you want to look at it this way matt damon again he's rich like he's fine he's not gonna be bad and sam worthington was living out of his car at the time that he got the gig for avatar so it did change his entire life it did but if i'm matt damon this is one I'm of those situations mad. where I'm mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. where I'm mad because, and it's James Cameron. Like that's the director of the movie. He's a very famous director. He does a lot of great movies. I wonder what was Matt's reasoning. I can tell you what his reasoning was. He was right in the middle of making the Bourne trilogy, and he felt like he had a moral commitment to that franchise because he said he would do it. So no, morality. I know. Look at him being all nice. Yeah. Jerk. I mean, you know, again, you think about it this way. He turned this 120 million down, but he probably got 50 mil. Yeah, for the exactly. Other he didn't Bourne walk movie. away empty handed. Right. Again, he's not living in his car. And if he is, it's like the world's biggest Tesla that's built like an airplane. So he <laughs> He's perfectly fine on all of it. It's time for Fang Hacks on K92. And pimples. Yeah. You're not going to do like Dr. Pimple Popper stuff in here, are you? No, actually, actually, my hack is a way to avoid the Dr. Pimple Popper situation. Can it be a hack that also helps avoid Dr. Pimple Popper, the show in general? Could it just, can we avoid that? Well, here's the thing. If everybody goes by my hack, maybe that show disappears because I have a hack. That's going to help you get rid of pimples. Okay. And if you are a fan of the Dr. Pimple Popper show, I just, I must ask, what is wrong with you? Who did what to you as a child that has turned and made you this way? I I can't imagine. I'm so disgusted by that show. I have no issue with offending somebody who likes that show. Like, that's yeah. how much I hate the show that I don't even care if a person who loves the show is offended. Like, I can't believe you said it, Antoine. Well, you know what? You know what show you like? Dr. Pimple Popper. Don't you judge me. And I, I just, I mean... Not that I would enjoy this either, but I think if given the choice of watching that show or a show about people pooping, I think I'd pick the pooping show I, I over the, the pimple popping there's, show. There's nutrients and stuff in the poop. Dr. Pimple Pooper. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, it's great. Now they're going to have the spin-off. <laughs> the pimple pooper is what it's, oh, gross. But, yeah, so help us, please. But yes, so if you get a pimple, because what will typically happen, you get a pimple, it'll last there for a while, then yep. you end up popping it, and it's just so disgusting. The whole thing, yeah. So here's a hack to hopefully get it to not reach that step of having to be in pop. All right, I like that because you know you can feel it coming on. You know the deal. You know what's going to happen next, and you think, oh, God, here we go again. Yeah. Uh-huh. So because a lot of pimples are, as we know, are caused by, like, you know, bacteria, dirtiness on our skin or whatever. Sure. So before you go to bed, if you see you have a pimple coming or if the pimple's already there, before you go to bed, wash that part of the skin. I mean, wash your whole body, but especially wash that part of the skin very thoroughly. Sure. Then once you do that, get a little bit of honey. A little bit of warm honey and just rub it over that pimple and then put a Band-Aid on top of it because you want to put a Band-Aid on it to keep that honey there overnight. Okay. And so that honey, which I'm not exactly sure the science behind it, but the honey will make the pimple lower overnight. And depending on how long you have, how much honey and how long it's on there, 
you could wake up the next morning and the pimple's completely gone. Interesting. But and it has to be like fairly early in the process. All right, and you try to catch it. You got to try to catch it I'll early. Try that. Yeah, honey's got a lot of properties. You know, people say you eat the local honey and it will help you with allergies and uh-huh. things like that too. I know if Monica was here right now, she would suggest just tying a live bee to your neck and <laughs> have it sting you a few times in that spot. You get it that way. Right, yeah. It's just like getting, if you don't have any honey available, just glue a bee to your body <laughs> yes. and you'll be perfectly fine. All right, your favorite shirt has been shrank. Oh, no. That has happened so many ah! times. It's the worst, isn't it? And you just think, but I loved this shirt. And and it, and it, you find out at the worst time because the your least favorite part of doing the laundry is folding the clothes and putting the clothes away. Mm-hmm. So it's when you get the clothes out and you pull it out the big pile of clean clothes yep. and you hold it up to fold it. You're like, wait a minute. Oh, man. This this isn't what the way I put it in there. Well, the only thing worse than that, Antoine, is you find out when you've put it on and you think you have become very fat. <laughs> You're like, what happened to me? What That's have I been eating? Answer. Oh, my God. Friends, there is a way to try to rescue that shirt. Okay. You can attempt this process, and it may actually bring that shirt back to life. All you need is a bucket and some hair conditioner. Bucket and hair conditioner. Hair conditioner. Okay, like I'm not, listening. Just to be clear, hair conditioner, not a window unit air conditioner. <laughs> you need so, hair conditioner. Yeah, so fill a bucket with lukewarm water and then take a few big squirts of conditioner and mix it in. You can, okay. do, you can do it like in the sink, too, if you wanted to, if you don't have a bucket or whatever. And you put the piece of clothing in there and let it soak for like 15 to 30 minutes. Let's just say 30 because we want we want this to yes, work. Yeah. So you put it in there for a half hour, and I guess the conditioner helps the fibers loosen up and expand that are in the clothing. So then what you do is you take it out the bucket, and you gently squeeze the water out. Don't twist. Don't wring it out. You're, we're being nice here. Mm-hmm. We're just squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Uh, if it's full of conditioner, you can rinse it out a little, but not too much. You just, you know, so just go with it. And then you gently stretch it out. So lay it out on a clean, dry towel and roll it up after you've kind of gently stretched it out. So kind of stretch it okay. back out, stretch okay. it back out, roll it up. And rolling it kind of keeps it in place so it won't shrink back down. And you wait until it's mostly dry and you gently stretch it again back to its original shape and lay it out on the towel till it's dry and it should be back. And it'll hold. Yeah. Nice. How about that? And I'm about to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. And it's going to get real personal. Okay. So just be prepared for that. Have you ever put on underwear and they were shrunk? Because I have not. Like, outside of me, like, just growing out, I'm like, yeah, I should have thrown these away a um, long time ago. I don't think so. But, you know, I will say this. Because if you put on your favorite shirt and yes. it, it has shrunk and you didn't realize it, it does. It makes you feel like a disgusting fat tub of goo. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what, though. If I put underwear on and it feels like it's too small, I'm just like, <laughs> superstar in the house, baby. What's well, going on? where I was going Girl, with I've that. outgrown this underwear. I have to go get some more. I've tried, I've tried to figure out how come they don't make shirts out of the same material or similar material. <laughs> that they make underwear. underwear. Like, because I don't want to wear an underwear Specifically, shirt. boxers. Like, boxers are fairly, you know, thin. Mm-hmm. Like, they get a nice little breeze through it or whatever. So, why can't we get our t shirts out of that fabric? Because uh, if you're wearing that fabric as a shirt, you're just a guy who's on vacation in Key West. Like, I mean, come on. You're <laughs> wearing true. boxer shorts as a shirt. That's or you're true. an old man. It's one of the two. There's nothing else there. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. It's time. We go back and forth here in the game. Antoine's your host. We go here, we go, there we go, up we go, down we go. Everywhere. Antoine, either or. Woo! It is time to play Celebrity Either Or. I'm your host, Antoine Terrell. Celebrity Either Or is a game of this or that where Zach and Monica go head to head 
I give them a category and they have to tell me what piece of information applies to which celebrity or thing within that category. It's the most pressure-filled coin flip in the universe! Is that, is that overselling it? No, I felt like that was good. Yeah, so, like, you know. I've never seen a more important coin flip. You want to add importance to things Thank in you. life, yes. you know, even when they're not. So it is me, it's Monica in Celebrity Either or... Round one. All right, and round one is about animals. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay. So... Monica, he's like, I'm going to tell you. No, I'm going to tell you what I just told you. (laughs) Monica, do you feel like, you know, alligators versus crocodiles more than Zach? Or do you want to give do you want to give Zach the alligators versus crocodiles? And do you want to take the mysterious mystery category? The mystery category could be much, much worse. Alligators and crocodiles. I'm going to take the alligators. Okay. You are. All right. Thank God. All right. (laughs) I was worried. They're so confusing and there are differences, but I don't really know what either of them are. I did not want this category. So we will see what happens here in round one. Alligator versus crocodile. Antoine, here we go. All right, so I'm going to give you a piece of information, Monica. You just have to tell me if I'm talking about an alligator or a crocodile. Very simple. Okay. I live in saltwater habitats. Mm. Is that an alligator or a croc? That. Saltwater. That's a croc. That's correct. That's what I thought, too. Uh-huh. Solely because people in Florida get eaten by alligators that come out of, like, Uh ponds and stuff. That's what I thought, yeah. I have more of a U- Shaped snout. That's a croc. That's incorrect. Uh, yes, a gator. Silly. Don't you know anything? <laughs> Duh. Uh, my eyes are up here. Like you're never paying attention <laughs> to that gator. Jeez. Oh. All right. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I am more likely to attack a human. Alligator. That would be incorrect. Oh, it's man. a crocodile. Crocodiles are the ones. Alligators will only do it to protect themselves. Crocodiles will go out of their way. Yeah, to come after you. Like they'll attack you. Yes, like they'll plot. <laughs> yes, like, they'll come fight. for you. Ooh. They will plan it out. Tony, okay. these are so hard. Like it's exactly it's really tough. Yep. All, right. All right, of the two species, alligators and crocodiles, I am the younger of the two. The alligator's younger. That's correct. You know what I appreciate about you, Monica? Your hmm. confidence is the same regardless. Blind confidence. <laughs> You're right or wrong. Your confidence is the same, and I appreciate that. So I feel like the alligator. alligator has just you know more curve to it, just like you know. Okay, more of a baby face is that what it is? You got some baby fat on Mm -hmm. them? All right, fair enough. All right, the last question. So far you have two. The gender of my babies are determined by the temperature in which the eggs are kept in. I remember Mm. hearing something like this in science. So I think that that is a crock because they have a lot of attitude. They want to fight, and so the temperature just goes up, and it's more. Okay. Yeah, going crock. I'm not sure what that has to do with the gender I think You'd be incorrect. Oh, You're incorrect. You're incorrect. Oh, You're incorrect. Oh, well, I was going with it. It's, it's the good. alligator. So if a if the alligator's egg is in the sunlight, uh-huh. Uh-huh. the offspring is going to be a male. Okay. If it's in a cooler place, then it's going to be a female. So, oh, do, so you, do you ever off. see like the the dad alligators like pushing the mom out from underneath the tree? <laughs> They're like, no, give me a boy. I want a, a son. Let's <laughs> carry on my legacy. Get away from that bush. What are you doing over there? All right, only two. All right, so two points for you, Monica. Right, so who knows what this round is? Zach, you didn't get alligators versus crocodiles. All right, and you're happy about that. I don't know yet. <laughs> so what you have yeah. in your category is rabbits versus hares. Oh God. What? Oh. Rabbits versus hares. Ugh. I okay. did so much learning. Let me just tell you that. All right. All right. 
I am typically larger with longer ears and longer legs. I believe that is the hair, if I'm looking at pictures of both of them in my head. Hair. All right, that would be correct. Okay. I am completely independent after only an hour of being born. So, you know, like, Zach, you got two kids at home. You had to have them for 18 years. Man. This animal, after an hour, said, I'm out. Hopefully just 18 years. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Um, You've talked about the little one. God, an hour. An hour. They are completely independent after an hour. I mean, you know, they're like, look at me. I got bigger legs. I got bigger ears. I can go out in the world. I'm just going to go hair again. Why not? That's correct. I live below ground in burrows. Burrows. I mean, rabbits live in cages with, like, little sawdust. <laughs> they will, yes. Yeah. But when they're in the wild. In the wild. Yeah, like, you don't see them a whole lot and stuff. I, I think it's a rabbit, actually. All right, that would be correct. Oh, oh, look at that! Hares live above ground. Duh. All right, I am only seen with other animals when it is time to mate. Hmm. Man, those rabbits, those... You know what they, they, say. Like, they enjoy mating. Right, they do. So, uh, oh, it's just a uh, uh, rabbit. All right, that'd be incorrect. Ah! Rabbits will stay together in a group. That's why they mate so often. God, that makes sense. Yes, 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 yes. That was stupid. Okay, last All one. All right, last one. Technically, technically, Bugs Bunny is a blank. Is he a rabbit or a hare? Oh, he's got the longer legs and he's got me. He's a hare. That would be incorrect what? he's actually a rabbit says no, who according, according to biologists like cartoon biologists <laughs> just according to bi- remember we got a conversation about uh sebastian from little mermaid too oh don't even get me started go right. by the did anyone ask the fud did anyone ask him <laughs> all right so after the first round Whatever. zach you are up mm-hmm. three to two and this is a double tease right here i'm about to give you okay. because later in the bench watch weekend we're going to talk about Space Jam, A New Legacy. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about it a little earlier in Celebrity Either Or. Okay, so Space Jam and who knows what else that is coming up. Round that is coming up. Round two of Either Or is next. We return now. Round two. For round two of Celebrity Either Or, the streaking round. We're going streaking! All pressure is on me and Monica. Yes, and right now, Zach, you are in the lead. Three to two. A commanding lead. Three to two. Just Very say it strong. that way. Very strong Insurmountable lead. lead. I don't know if it's insurmountable. Impossible for <laughs> you to come back from. I don't know if I'd say that either. But Might as well just retire and move on to the next segment. Later on today in my Binge Watch Weekend, we're going to be talking about Space Jam 2, A New Legacy, starring Yay. LeBron James and yeah. Bugs Bunny. Monica, are you excited for Space Jam 2? I am, actually. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Thank you. I am. I've and actually the kids are excited about it, so... I've actually been eating fruit snacks, Space Jam uh, oh, <laughs> shaped <Lord>. fruit snacks <laughs> the past week because I'm a grown up, everybody. Mm. I, I can't lie, though. Uh, lately, I've been all into Skittles. I don't See, know there why. You go. Skittles. The fruity yes. flavors. Uh, this is what happens when you have kids, man. All of a sudden, you're like, well, let me just eat some Skittles. And then you think, these Skittles are pretty good. And then you end up eating Skittles when the kids aren't even home. All right. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> my uh, my son said to me, he's like, Dad, we got to watch Space Jam 2 because LeBron James is in it. And I thought, oh, Antoine yes. got to you. Woo! Antoine got to him. <laughs> That's what this is. All okay, right. Go ahead. So, Monica, you are going to go first in this round because you're behind. Mm-hmm. So you need at least one to force Zach to go, mm-hmm. force a tiebreaker, and two to take the lead. All right. So you're two celebrities. You're going to get a star of Space Jam which is Bugs Bunny, versus 
Mickey Mouse. Ah. Ooh. Two iconic cartoon characters. See, I feel much more confident about this category. Ew, yeah. I'm not, was, <laughs> Mickey Mouse? What Mickey is it? Mouse. Never even heard of it. Okay. All right, here we go. Bugs Bunny or Mickey Mouse. Uh, I am a Walt Disney character. That is Mickey Mouse. All right, that's correct. I swear to God, like if you didn't get there that one, there was a part of me that was nervous, Zach. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I actually thought you I were, made you sweat. You were so blatantly <laughs> trying to get it. Like I am a mouse. Which one am I? The mouse. She did pause for a second, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All okay. right, there you go. You're correct. All right, I have a huge crush on Lola Bunny. That is the rabbit bugs. That's correct. Because well, otherwise it'd just be wrong. Kind of weird. Cross species and where's weird. Minnie? She's like, excuse. Oh, <laughs> my feature film debut. That was a good Mickey Mouse sack, by the Thank way. Thank you. Not a good mini, though. No. My feature, mm. fi- feature film debut was the movie Fantasia. Fantasia. Okay. Not the winner of American Idol. <laughs> okay. That would be in the movie Fantasia. That is um Disney Mouse, the Mickey Mouse. Disney Mouse. Disney you know Mouse. Him. That's yes. correct. Yeah, okay. That's correct. Oh my god, I can't like, believe that is. I was thinking like that's Disney. That's Disney Mouse. What's his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Point for you. All right. My original name was Mortimer. Mortimer. Was that Bugs or Mickey? Who was named Mortimer? Mortimer. That's Mickey. That's correct. Yep. I received my star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. In 1985. Ooh, 19, now things ooh, get now, hard. Hold on. Yep. 1985. Ooh. I feel like that would. Mmm. Okay. I feel like that would. I feel like that would. Is that a Doja Cat song? I don't know. I love it. It should uh, be. Oh, yeah. We get Megan the Stallion on there. I feel like that would. Mmm. We're sweetie. The good follow up. That would be a K92 song. I feel All like right. So All right, I'm, going, I'm going with the mouse. All right, so you say Mickey Mouse received his star though. I think he was first. All right. Well, Monica, you are incorrect. You are But you're also correct because he did receive it first. It was in 1978. Yeah. Oh, 1985 was the year of the bugs. I felt like he okay. would. Mm, and then here's where we are instead. Oh, snap. Okay. All right. So, so Monica has six total points. All right. Zach, you have three. Uh, yes. So you need to get three correct to force a tiebreaker, four to win. Okay. All right, so I gave Monica the co-star, Bugs, mm-hmm. in her round. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the star in yours. So yours, Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Okay. Ooh. All right. Okay, well, that's fine. I feel like I should know it's things. It's sports. <laughs> it's it, sports. It is sports. So you should know this. How many points did they I, score? <laughs> oh God. How many points did they score? And you lucky Space Jam's not already out, uh, and I don't yeah. know how many LeBron <laughs> scored in the actual game. Okay. All right, here we go. Yep. I played on the Toon Squad first. Okay, well... Michael Jordan played first. He's in the first one. That's correct. You know, a few softballs out there to ease you into it. I have played for two NBA teams. LeBron's played for, well, technically they both played for two. I have played for only two NBA teams. Michael Jordan. (laughs) That's correct. Okay, thank you. I love a good loophole. (laughs) You need one more to force a tie. I have worn the numbers 23, 12, and nine. Professionally. 23, 12, and nine. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like he would. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three different numbers. I think Michael only had Michael had 45 in there somewhere, too. I believe that is LeBron. All right. You get this right. You force a tiebreaker. You get it wrong. Monica wins. 
Zach. That's incorrect. So, Michael Jordan wore the number 23 for the majority of his career. That's what he's known. Oh, uh, did I forget there was, about, like, college or something? Well, there was, a ye- there was a game oh, where he forgot his jersey, so he had to wear number 12 for that game. Mm, oh, we were throwing, like, the Olympics <laughs> in there or something. And he wore number 9 for the Olympics. Uh, professionally uh, for the Olympics. But he did also wear 45. LeBron has worn the numbers 23 and 6. Now, you know what? If this was a Tuesday and I felt like arguing, <laughs> I would argue that the Olympics is not professional. Yeah, it is because so we he, only send the professional players over. But this so a, as a professional, he wore the number 9. I told you I'm not going to argue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going Congratulations, to Monica. Uh, Excited uh, for Space Jam. Yeah, yeah, big, big victory for Monica. <laughs> uh, coming up, the week that was, we count it down. Top moments of the week here on the K92 Morning Thing. The K92 Morning Thing, trending top three, number three. This guy. I mean, he's having a great day. I'm not happy for him, though. Okay, that means he must have found something and made money off of it. Think of uh, all the times you've cleaned your house, Antoine. You know, you do one of those deep cleanings. Uh Uh-huh, room to room, getting all those nooks and crannies. What do you find? I mean, I, I would say my biggest victory of doing cleaning like that is when I find the other sock. When I have one that's been missing and it's been sitting up on my dresser in hopes that I will someday find the other sock. I find that it's like a celebration. I usually find like a phone charger or something. Okay. Like some kind of technology. I'm like, I know I put it somewhere and I'll find it like on the side of the bed or something. Okay. Well, I mean, that would make you feel good. Oh, yeah, make me really happy. It's not going to make you feel good anymore because you know what this guy found? One million dollars. One million dollars. He found one million dollars. How do you find one million dollars? Found a lottery ticket just randomly in his house. Bought it like three months ago. Said, oh, this lottery ticket. Let me go and check it. And it was $1 million. It was a million dollar lottery ticket. So he had gotten all the numbers right except for the Powerball. Got a million dollars. Yeah. What? See, for me, I would even think to check to see if it won. Like, I would just look at my, oh, it's a piece of paper, blah, blah, blah. And i just throw it away. Mm. I'd probably thrown away a million dollars. Maybe you have. Darn it. All I throw away is old gum. Like I find (laughs) random old packs of gum Uh. that are in things when I'm cleaning. Number two. So uh, the next round of space travel is next week. Who's that? But uh, Bezos. Okay. Amazon. And there's a twist on that one. But the first question is, did Richard Branson really go to space? Ooh, there's a debate going on now. That. Wait, we don't think he went or somebody doesn't think that he went? Well, here's the deal. I guess it's generally agreed upon that space starts around 62 miles up. You got to go 62 miles in the air, which if you've ever listened to us do Factor Bullcrap, I've pointed out that Lynchburg, from where the K92 Broadcast Palace is, is there. So it's like driving to space or vice versa. Oh, my God, I got to drive to outer space to get there. But there's your point of reference. So Roanoke to Lynchburg, if you drive in either direction, you are now in outer space. Richard Branson only went 51 miles. (gasps) That doesn't count. Well, NASA told him that 50 miles was enough. So he went, they went 51. But no, it says 62 miles. Well, generally agreed. That's all I have here. I don't know if there's like space law. No, it should be. Yeah. Like if I don't get all the way into Salem, I'm not technically in Salem. Right. I can't, my kid can't go to Salem High School. I mean, if you only drive 50 miles and you you stop in Manita and you say, I'm in Lynchburg. No, you're not. No, it's not how that works. (laughs) You haven't made it there yet. So he didn't go to space. I don't know. So Bezos' little ship is going to go 62 miles. First off, the way you said his little ship makes me feel 
feel very unsafe for this whole thing. I mean, his though. Have you seen it? No. It looks like a like a the, an eraser that you would put on top of a pencil. You know, the ones that you buy and yes. a blue horizon or something. <laughs> uh-huh. It looks like a random little pod. At least the picture that I saw. Oh this yeah, morning. I'm looking at it right now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It does. It it looks like um. Google cleaning assistant or something yeah. that you'd have in your house. So he's going up in a Roomba is what's <laughs> going on here. And it's four people on this one. So it's him. It's his brother. It's an 82-year-old guy named Wally. So Wally Funk. I don't like that. I don't like that because the movie Wally and then this guy yep. Wally. And an 18-year-old kid. How did he get to go? So here's this is the weird twist. So remember somebody bought it for $28 billion, yes. that, that seat, some billionaire? Well, that person canceled abruptly yesterday due to, quote, a scheduling conflict. A scheduling conflict. What kind of meeting do you have to go to that day? Right, because I feel like you could be able to say to the meeting, yo, I'm going to space. We're going to have to reschedule this meeting. You paid $28 billion. Yeah. They need you there to have the meeting, so the meeting can wait until you get back. Well, guess what? I think the homeboy got scurred is what it is. <laughs> that so might he won't it. say nothing. So they gave it back to the, the second place, who was some billionaire who has given it to his son. So his 18-year-old son, who just graduated college, is going to go, not a college, just graduated high high school, school, excuse me, and he's going up in this thing. Oliver. Oliver Damon. And listen, I don't want to sound like a hater, but I'm looking at a picture of Oliver right now. He doesn't deserve it. No, he doesn't. He he doesn't seem like somebody... That's going to have fun and have good stories or anything like that. His dad is some CEO of some finance thing in Netherlands or whatever. So Oliver is, uh, well, you know what? He is the latest meme for spoiled brat. If yes. you're ever looking for someone, <laughs> he might, maybe he's even a nice kid. I don't know Oliver at all, but that's that. Number one. This is some wacky science stuff. Science! Engineers at the University of California, San Diego, have developed a new wearable device. Okay. That will turn the touch of a finger into a power source for small electronics and sensors based on your sweat. Wild. Okay, so because I'm sweating, I can then touch something and give it power. Yeah. Kind of like a god complex. Yeah. And think about, you know, if you go to the gym and there's that one guy who's just dripping in it, I mean, he could charge your iPhone for days. Hey, he's like, can you hold this for me? Just hold it for like five minutes real quick. Yeah, well, what he needs is sort of a, a, a helmet that you can just rest your phone on his head while he's working <laughs> just out. Just soak it all yeah, in. Yeah, and it'll charge, it'll charge your phone uh. while you're there at the gym. Uh, the cool thing about this one is it's just, so it's a little wearable that just goes on your finger. It kind of looks like a Band-Aid. It kind of mm-hmm. just gets strapped around your finger. It can extract sweat from your body. So you don't even need to be actively sweating. It's pulling it out. It's just kind of there pulling it out. So you could be sleeping and charge stuff while you're sleeping. That would make me, could you like Midas, King Midas, had uh-huh. to go and touch anything you touch, automatically turn to gold? Like, that's what it would feel like. Oh, yeah. I mean, I totally would feel like some sort of Avenger or X-Men. Without a doubt. Like Thor. Thor is the god of lightning. Mm-hmm. Like, you, he can charge things up. Now right. you can charge things I'm up. I'm the god of lightning, or at least this children's toy. This battery. <laughs> this Apple Watch. Hang on. Let Fisher me do price. Hmm, Yeah, so very cool. And, you know, it's in its very beginning stages. But th- that is what's going to happen here soon, is we're going to be able to figure out ways to, like, harness our own bodies and then just use them. We are back to the poop conversation. We are back to the poop conversation. Because poop can power a lot of things. Man, I tell you, if they could figure out, like, charge my phone, through my farts, I would just, <laughs> I'd be on 100% all the time. You'd be good to go. Right, and I could start selling it to me. Anytime Monica would forget to charge her phone, she'd have to give me $5. Uh, like, it would be so perfect. Just let the phone die. Yep, no, just let it no, die. No, I like this. a good idea. Work with me. 
As we look back on the week that was, yes. here on the K92 Morning Thang, sloppy, hot, humid week. Oh, man. But lots of it's moments. So sticky. Wait, I mean, we're knee deep in mid South summer. When it's kind of like mid July to about the third week of August, I can, man, I could be the weather person for every TV and radio station in town every day. You every want, single day. Right. You want the weather forecast? Here it is. Scattered storms, hot and humid, somewhere around 90 to 94 degrees. There it is. There you go. Done. No matter what time of day, no matter where you are. Right. Everywhere. That's it. Uh, Maybe there's an increased chance of rain on certain days and a decreased chance on other days. But I have just given you the correct forecast for the next month for 95% of those days. 28 of the next days are going to be like that. There you go. hired. Thank you. I'll leave it. Man, just throw me like a hundred bucks just for throwing that out there. Like, that's all I'm looking for. So we look back on the week that was. Some things were very uncomfortable. Other things were very surprising. And this thing was adorable. Uh-huh. The thoughts of a short person and what they would do <laughs> if they were a tall person. I just loved the way Monica referred to this as tall things mm-hmm. because we were talking about if you had to do the Freaky Friday body swap. Yes. And so it was Antoine and Monica and Monica was saying that if she was in Antoine's body, she would do all sorts of tall things. I would use your body to do everything that tall people do, like play basketball <laughs> and stuff. I would go running real fast. I would just like jet out into traffic and just like jump on cars and stuff. Monica. I would do a bunch of crazy like, stuff like that, yeah. Monica, what would you do if you were Antoine? I'd run into traffic. Yeah. I'd run real fast. I'll use my <laughs> I would go to the store and I would buy things off the high shelf. I would. <laughs> yep. So I know that if the two of you ever swap bodies, because, you know, you see those movies and it happens and nobody else realizes what's yeah, going like, on. Okay. It's a little weird, but all right. I'll know because, Antoine, I'll see you at work and you'll be touching at the top of every door frame <laughs> while you're walking by. <laughs> Boom. Bang. Yes. I'm like, oh, look. Monica's here. Must be Freaky Friday. Running around giving really high high fives to everybody. High five. But it is something to think about. Like, uh, what you would do if you were in somebody else's body whose body was so much different from mm-hmm. yours. Yeah. And and the tall one, I mean, I'd be doing this. If I could dunk a basketball, that's all I'd do for a day. Be like, see, and that's how I know, Zach. If you're ever in that situation, I'm like, wait a minute. Why isn't Antoine at work today? Why is he just dunking all day long? Yeah, because Zach is now Antoine. Oh, look at you thinking you can just dunk all day long. Can I mean, you dunk? I, yeah. I can catch an alley-oop. Okay. My hands are too small, so I can't, like, palm a basketball. But I can catch it off a rebound. All right, I got to get a new hire around here. I need someone <laughs> with big hands to come in who's also tall. I got to do some threes. I got to do that Michael Jordan with the tongue. Alley, you please. I might as well be on a kid's hoop on a trampoline. I mean, get out of here with that. All right, we continue with the top moments of the week, counting them down. Some shocking bit of information. And this had to do with Monica's house and what it doesn't have in it. What is her house? Oh, wait, is it a... It's the Legoless house. Oh, I was thinking ice maker because she never has ice either. That one too. <laughs> I'll try to, her house is missing a lot. Of Monica things. does deprive the family of nice <laughs> things. I'm fine. I mean, she's not here to defend herself, but yeah, Legoless house. How are you a Legoless house? Oh, you're, yeah. Did you say loveless or Legoless? <laughs> Legoless. Wow. Like Hendrix yeah, has no never Legos. asked for Legos. Mm-mm. I can't wait for Christmas. I know what I'm getting at. No, I knew you could I know not. What I'm getting. You know what, Monica? I'll make you this promise. We will not give him Legos for Christmas. Okay. Tomorrow is National Tapioca Pudding Day. Oh, so we I've- should celebrate. <laughs> yeah. We should celebrate oh, we with have to Legos. celebrate that day. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, you know what? Look, this is even perfect. Antoine, this is National Give Something Away Day. I'm going to give some Legos to him. Oh, no, we're good. That's very oh, nice of you, Zach. Thank you. Thank I love you. how you give back. I mean, I picture Hendrix has one toy in his house, and it's that 
that cup with the string and the ball. Like that's what that's he's, all, to- <laughs> he's got that old school just, thing. Just walking around trying to catch the ball in the cup. Mm-hmm. Are we really going to do Legos? I'm totally down for doing Legos. Oh, hell yeah, we're. I'm doing totally Legos. down for us to like to split it and buy and buy him some Legos. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm on board for it. Yeah. This. The, it's going to randomly show up too. Yeah, we're not waiting for a gift of any oh, kind. Oh no, it's going to be mm-hmm. like on a Tuesday. Yeah, just randomly in a week or two, just right. give him Legos. I'm down. We might have to do it where we just show up at the house. Yeah, we're going to have to give it to him because if not, Monica will hide it and he uh-huh. would never know it existed. And we film it. Yes. So we- <laughs> I swear to God, if any of y'all tell Monica you are banned from the show forever, we're all in this together. Top moment of the week. Man, it was awkward. One of the most awkward moments of my life to have to sit there and watch a man propose to his girlfriend and then have her not say yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is why the public proposal is a bad idea. Never do it Mm -mm. unless you're guaranteed for a yes. And even then, still don't do it. Even then, it's just, God, have your own moment on your own. Like, Don't make me have to be a part of it. Good Lord. (laughs) This couple stayed in that corner 15 minutes. No one clapped. (laughs) I almost did. It was so awkward. You wanted to be that person to Uh make some noise because everybody in there, we've all realized now that something has gone horribly wrong. And so everybody just does this really weird feeling thing where we all go back to acting like nothing ever happened. And this is just regular. We're just hanging out. No, you can't. No, but we did. How? I don't know. If I were you, because you said you took a picture of when the guy went down to the knee, I Uh would have went over to the table like, hey, so do you guys want this picture? Like I still have the picture. I should point out that for the last week, I've been location searching that place on Instagram to try to find, because they had a photographer that was there taking pictures. I'm trying to find that picture to find these people. I was just about to ask you. I was about to say, did you figure out any way to keep in contact with them? Or, I mean, you could call the restaurant and lie and pretend like you were a part of the party and you left something there and try to get like a name or something to find on Facebook. I'm just saying, there are ways to to figure out, because I, w- I want to know how the story is. <laughs> I know, so don't you? I want to know how long until she was like, you know what, I did that for the camera. Maybe, I, you know what, I'm going to call this place and just be honest with them. But hey, I had to witness that awkward moment last week. I really want, I'm putting together a scrapbook of the most awkward moments of my life, <laughs> and I would like to include them in this book. For you. To 52353. That's the text number. Fork you to pick up lines. Okay, now I, I wasn't the recipient of one. I was eavesdropping on the conversation. Okay. And is I, that why? Because you're mad you didn't get it. <laughs> no. It is. And I just, it's just where this generation is. So there's this, there's this girl standing near me, and this guy walked up to her and he introduces himself. He goes, Hi, my name is, I'm going to make it up. Hi, my name is Charlie. Okay. What's your name? And she goes, Hi, my name is Brittany. And he looks at her, he goes, can I get your Snapchat? And that was it. Oh. That was a whole thing. And she goes, uh, no. He goes, all right, well, it's nice meeting you. And then just walks away. <laughs> and I don't know when I say fork you to pickup lines. I don't know if I'm forking you to that being the new pickup line or the lack of pickup the lines of in pickup this line. generation now. But is that any better or worse than all those goofy ones from back in the day of, you know, you got mirrors in your pants or whatever? They, I don't even know. I will that. say that what I heard yesterday was more efficient. It was like you, he got in and out really quick and he was with his friends too. And like his friends are like, they were there hyping him up like, yeah, you go do it. Go do it. And it lasted like two and a half seconds. And I'm like, come on, man. You but at least come. in that one, you know, it's, he had very little invested. So if she said no, his way is almost genius. I'm going uh, to walk in and walk side. out like, Hey, I can go on a date. 
Right, because you, you don't get super emotionally involved, and you don't really have to feel too much of a level of rejection. So he walks in. Can I get your Snapchat? No? All right, bye. And then he's <laughs> That's done. It. That's it. But where's the creative? Where's the charm? Like, where's the charm from this generation? You got to go in and woo her. By the way, the more you say from this generation, it makes me feel like I need to get old people music. I know. Every time I say it, I think about it. You know what it is? We're back in my day. About the kids today? We would send over a mule. We used to go (laughs) to the Jack Benny Orchestra together, and we would swing dance. And you had to woo that lady. There needs to be some charm involved. Listen to you. You're like, what is wrong with courtship today? Exactly. (laughs) You old Buy her a baseball hat. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like this kid. I like Charlie. Charlie, not Charlie. He was unsuccessful, though. Yeah. Hey, do you want to go out? No. All right, bye. And then just walk <laughs> away. But like, I'll go ask somebody else. I ask everybody in here. Somebody's going to say yes. And when they say yes, man, I'm going to find you on Snapchat anyway. I'm going to snap a picture of me and my other girlfriend. That's what I'm talking about. Let me say fork you. Fork you. To it. It. Yeah, I don't exactly know who or what it is, mm-hmm. but it seems to be just a terrible thing, person, individual, or aura, because every old lady in my life blames it for everything. What do you mean? I Give mean, me an like, example. My mother, my mother-in-law, they're always blaming it, and I find it, for the most part, the biggest offender of it is it always sends them the wrong way on directions on their phone. Uh. It sent me the wrong way. (laughs) It wouldn't let me go to Chick-fil-A. It wouldn't bring me to your house. It's always its fault. And I think to myself, how is it that every time I've ever used maps in in my phone-using life, and pick whatever map, map app you want, Apple Maps, Google Maps, Waze. I've used them all. And when I tell it to tell me where to go, that's where I end up. Somehow, it never sends your grandmother to the right place. (laughs) And why is that? Well, because she only half pays attention. Is that what it is? Because at some point, they believe that they know the rest of the way, so they turn it off early. Right. So they should blame them. (laughs) Why are they blaming it? That's what I find. And I think to myself every time, this only happens to you. So either the robots hate everyone's grandmother or you're doing it wrong. I will say there was one time the GPS almost caused me to get in a car accident because I was looking at the GPS for like the directions because there was a lot of turns, but it hadn't update, updated to tell me that the street was closed because uh, of construction. Okay. So like I'm driving and I look down at my phone like, all right, when I'm going to have to turn and I look up and I have to slam on brakes before I just drive right through a construction yeah. site. See, So again... You need to it pay was, attention. It was my fault. Mm-hmm. I didn't blame the GPS. Kind of. Right. A little bit. At some point, you have to accept the fact that you have some level of, <laughs> you know, accepted ability to go on with this thing. Fork you! Who or what needs to be told fork you? Like, this person needs to say fork wasps. Got stung multiple times on the tushy while riding in the car yesterday. <laughs> so, did you sit on it? Maybe. That's uncomfortable. For you and the wasp. Yeah, I feel bad for everybody involved. The wasp get the wasp get down in your pants or what oh. happened there. That, but that wasp had no business being there in the car. You're not a you're not a car rider. Well, sometimes you don't want to fly. Can't you catch like we don't always want to walk. We drive, so sometimes they don't want to fly. They well, want to ride. They should die if they don't want to fly. <laughs> then just die. They're useless Wait. anyway. Yeah. Who or what needs to be told? Here's one fork you to fruity pebbles. They get soggy too fast. I agree. Yeah. When the fruity pebbles, man, when they hit the milk. You have, uh, I believe, 42 seconds to eat the whole bowl. You really don't. That's a long time. I don't think you have that long. Jeez. Like, your spoon already needs it to, needs to be at the bottom. So as soon as that milk hits, 
You get one scoop and then it's done. It just ruins the enjoyment. You almost what you need to do instead with Fruity Pebbles is just line up about 15 shot glasses and put a little bit in each one and then just pour some milk, do a shot. Pour some milk, do a shot. That's a viral video right there. Yeah. You should do that. That's a that's a viral video right I there. Probably should. Let me put it on the list of things I won't. <laughs> <laughs> things I should do, but I won't. I'm gonna write that right here. Fruity shots. There yeah, it fruity is. Pebble shots. Okay. Who or what needs to be told? Oh, I feel for Zach and Christiansburg texting in to five two three five six. I had this happen to me before. Fork you to my twitchy eyebrow. Four days. Four days with the twitchy eyebrow. I've never gotten an eyebrow, but I've always gotten like the eye. The eyeball. I've gotten the eyelid. Oh, the eyelid, you know, the yeah. Lid, it's just yeah. like I'm like who can see this? Do I look ridiculous right now? No one can see it except they can see your face to the fact that you're reacting to it. And that's <laughs> Every the time problem it more than anything. A couple of coworker ones are making me laugh. Taylor and Christiansburg. Fork you to coworkers are coming to work like they're on speed and won't stop talking. Like, why are you so excited? <laughs> oh, I hate when people have a lot of things to say. Like, I well, I appreciate it because it shows that they're happy to be there. I just don't want all of it for me. Like, give it to somebody else. Spread it out. Give me one conversation. I would say, Antoine, it's all great if you want to be happy to be there, but could you be happy to be over there? (laughs) Just be over there instead. uh, Fork you to my freak of a coworker. He's incredibly smart and goes into insane detail, and I always have to follow him in presentations. So it's like, here's how we're going to colonize Mars. And then I'm like, let me show you why it's better to install the toilet paper roll over the top. Hey, one of those is more functional than the other one. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And it's the toilet bowl. Toilet paper one. Yeah, that's true. And the other one, it was at least, you hope you hope everyone was <laughs> bored by whatever that guy was saying that was all smart. It is hard to follow. That's why you got to be the opening act. You got to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You never wait. Mm-hmm. Like when they say we need a volunteer, be the volunteer. Right. Because the longer it goes, the harder it's going right. to be to be good. Go out there, warm out the crowd, and then be like, okay, Dave Chappelle, everybody. And then <laughs> just get off the stage. K92 Morning Thing blows your mind. Antoine, your story is, um, it's good information. Yes. Because people think this is a good idea, and it's, it's and a it terrible, is terrible idea. And that idea is going to the beach. That's it. No, I'm just I'll kidding. Say, yeah, the end. <laughs> Stay home. No, but, you know, a lot of people are vacationing right now and going to the beach, whether or just going to, like, Smith Mountain Lake where there is a beach there. And so one activity that loves to happen, loves to take place at the beach, is building sandcastles or digging sand tunnels. Yeah, it's the hole. It's yeah. digging the hole is the bad, bad, bad idea. And unfortunately, this one grown adult male has learned that it's just sand. It's not concrete. It's not wood. Mm-hmm. And it can collapse on you. This man dug a hole big enough for his six-foot body to get inside to where his head was underground as well. Mm -mm. And while he was there, just having the time of his life, all of a sudden, the sand starts to come down on him. It collapses. And and they had to call the fire department to come save him and get him from under the sand. People have died from this, where they dig the hole and they think it's fun to be standing in the hole or, hey, let's bury so-and-so in the Uh sand. I'm serious. You can die. It happens because the sand collapses and then they can't get you out. And the, the, they said that this could have easily resulted in crushing, like, of his lungs and ribs or suffocation yeah. to where he died. Yeah, he's actually incredibly lucky that they managed to save him because I've seen these stories of the people die. So don't let your kids do that. And build sandcastles all you want, but this, hey, let's dig a gigantic hole. Terrible idea. And they said, look at it this way. You wouldn't dig a hole in your garden, in your backyard, and let your kids climb in it. That's the same thing. That's the same thing with sand. 
You're right, Antoine. Just don't go to the beach. That's what it was <laughs> in the first place. Yes. This might be the most unfortunate autocorrect fail okay. of all time because this person, dog groomer. So they got, you know, they got the dog. You drop your dog off and uh, Dexter, little Dexter right oh, there. Dexter. Drop Dexter off, have him get groomed. So, of course, the autocorrect ends up where the groomer texts the owner to say, just want to let you know everything's, you know, good to go. And it says, hi, Dexter is dead. What? Yeah. What? We're supposed to be ready. <laughs> I would have cried. Like, I want to cry now just thinking about getting that text. You know, here's my debate on this one, too, is I don't feel like this dog groomer person replied with enough of an apologetic tone There's in the no following way. text. Because they said... Sorry, stupid autocorrect. Dexter is ready. No, <laughs> that's not enough. No, you can't be saying stupid autocorrect. You have to say, oh, my God, I am so sorry. Autocorrect. I swear to you, autocorrect. I, I feel terrible. I, I feel so bad that you would even think that for a second. Like all of that stuff. Because even if it was two minutes in between the autocorrect fail, it was one. The, I saw the screenshot. It doesn't it's matter because, because now you're trying to figure out like how I'm, how am I going to tell the kids? Yeah. I can't believe it's my lifelong pet. Like no. Now I do at least appreciate the fact that they backed it up by also sending a picture of the dog not being dead. So here he is. <laughs> See, he's happy. There you go. But yeah, dead and ready. Awful. Just read. Just just double check your text messages before you send them no, out. I don't want to. No, well, you have better. to. You have to. You l- look here, you ducking autocorrect. <laughs> Be better. K92 Morning Thanks. Hot list. First, Drew Barrymore is leaving thirsty messages on Leo DiCaprio's Instagram. Is she now? Yes, she is. He had made some sort of post about global warming because he's all into the environment and whatever. And she left a flirty message that said, you should be the only hot one and not our planet. Wow. Ooh. Thirst alert. I know. And you know what's ridiculous about this? And you probably thought the same thing I did. Because Drew Barrymore is very age appropriate for Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, she is. Yes. But when she posts on there, I immediately thought to myself, what's this old lady doing posting <laughs> on Leo DiCaprio's Instagram? What's she doing on there? Now, do you think she's being just having fun? I think so. Or she's actually like shooting her shot? Um... You know, I would initially have said she was just having fun. Because that's what we know her to be. But then later she went back and added another comment that said, thank you for always being the pioneer to save our planet. Like, I feel like she was trying to backtrack. Oh, yeah. She's because there was no he didn't reply to her comment. He just left it. I mean, he's Leo DiCaprio. He probably don't see any of his comments. He probably pays somebody to do his Instagram for him. But I think when she did not get a response right away of uh, she had to she had to follow back real right. quick. She had to make it look like <laughs> I just put that to be funny, but of course, all I really care about is the earth. You know, that's exactly what it is. But if you want to slide in these DMs, yep, they're See, open. Too old for him <laughs> as the appropriate age. Number two. How about getting paid three million dollars to not work? I'll do it. Uh, really? I'll do it. What a shocker. You don't have to twist my arm anymore. No, me neither, Antoine. <laughs> That's what happened to James Gandolfini, who was Tony Soprano back uh-huh. in the day on HBO. So he's uh, no longer with us. But when he was alive, I guess there were talks to have him take over for Steve Carell on The Office, which would have been phenomenal. Wow. Oh, it would have been great. And I guess they were going to pay him, and HBO paid him to turn the role down because they didn't want the image of Tony Soprano to be sullied by what he was doing. Some of the other uh, former Sopranos co-hosts were talking about you it. You know, they, they talked about having Gandolfini at one point. Before James Spader and after Carell, they offered Jim 
I want to say $4 million to play him for the season. And HBO paid him $3 million not to do it. That's a fact. That's amazing. Wow. I, I'm you, so jealous. Right, like you could pay me one dollar to not work. Give me a dollar to not do this. Okay. Okay, I won't do it then. <laughs> yep, not Sounds around. good. Right. Number one. This is a fun game right here, Antoine. So I have a list of celebrities who are surprisingly short. Okay. So obviously you know that when I ask you how tall do you think this person is, it's going to be a surprisingly short answer. So try and go with the mindset of if I just asked you unsolicited, how tall do you think this person is? Okay. Okay. So, uh, like Lady Gaga, for example, if you Lady Gaga, how tall do you think she is? And this is under the context of not thinking about. All right, I know she's going to be short. Right. I right. would have said somewhere. I would say like five seven, five eight. Five seven, five eight. Yeah. Yeah. She's five one. Five one. She's tiny. Her personality is too big for that five one body. I know. And and you just even when you see her out there on stage and stuff, you just she commands the stage. You think she's bigger. How about comedian Rob Schneider? Rob Schneider. You can do it. That okay. guy. If I said just on a normal I will day. say I never thought that he was super tall. So I would probably say like five nine, five ten. Okay. Well, how about five three? There's no way he's that. Now I have to look up a picture he of him. I need him a, a picture of him standing beside somebody. He's like Kevin Hart height. Like you need him standing next to Kevin Hart so you he's can see. He's shorter than Kevin Hart because they're, uh, this this thing says Kevin Hart is five two, which I've met Kevin Hart. I don't think he's five two. I think he's five three, maybe five four, because we lined him up next to Monica, who I believe to be five one or five two. Yeah, it says would, he's five. Yeah, between yeah. five two and five four. Okay, here's one. This one's gonna shock you. So Danny Trejo. If you don't know the name, I'm telling you, you do, though, because he's Machete, uh-huh. and he's that tough Mexican gangster guy. The in giant one. Every movie. He's giant. Right. He's tall. So if I said how big, yeah, how big is Danny Trejo? I, how tall I would is have he? said, I, well, I would say 6'3". Six, 6'3". Three. Six, three. Like, like taller than me, significantly. He's five six, foot six, Antoine. How? So they film him from the ground. So, like, the camera is on the ground. It makes him look. So giant. I think, you know what he's doing too, because I never saw that height disparity with other people in the movies. I believe what he's doing is he's chopping them off at the knees and making them walk around <laughs> like, you know, half of their legs. So they all look wow. the same size. I know. I thought he was a giant man. How is it? I, I cannot. I'm five foot nine. How can I be taller than that guy? It just You're can't not. be possible. You're not. I, I don't, don't think I am it. either. I, I think even if I saw him, there's some way that he knows how to bend the earth. That still makes him tower over me. Like everybody else, we're sunk like in a little valley. Right. He's walking over I'm in some sort of gravitational sinkhole when you walk up to him and he boosts up. No, that off doesn't of make that. any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense at all. I need pictures of that one in particular because I don't even believe it when I see <laughs> it on this list. Happy hour triple play in the books. Friday thing rolling on. Getting ready to do a little hip hop spelling bee action here. Big Watch Weekend on the way. It's a hip hop spelling bee. The hip hop spelling bee. Say what? I said the hip hop spelling bee. The hip hop spelling bee. Showed up. Cooling on the corner on a hot summer's day. Just me, my posse, the morning thing. So grab your drink and listen to me. Let's play the hip hop spelling bee. Woo! What's up? Oh, th- I appreciate your golf clap with an occasional woo mixed Ooh, in. I just throw it in there. <laughs> thank I you, like thank it. you. It is Antoine. It is Monica in the game. Hip hop spelling bee is very simple yet hard all at the same time. Give you a rapper. You just give me the correct spelling and you are the winner. Get it wrong. Your opponent has a chance to steal. Let's go ahead and play. Round 
one. Antoine, because your name comes first yes, in the alphabet, it does. I'm going to give Monica the choice. Would that you like to go first no or second in the game? Okay. I mean, it's a statement of fact, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Monica, you'll go first in the game. Please spell round one. Melvani. Melvani? Melvani. Okay. Uh, Melvani, I think, is um, M E L. V O N I E. Melvani. She looks at me with that extra E. Should I put the E on there? Melvani is. That means you're wrong. Sorry, that is not the correct spelling of Melvani. Antoine, your chance to steal because your name comes first in the alphabet. Okay, this, thank you. This is now your chance opportunity. To steal. Yes, no problem. All right, Melvani. Melvani. I'm going to go with M E L V A N I. Melvani. 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 Italian. Italian. Ah, Melvani. Mm-hmm. Yes. Melvani. Ah, the making of spicy meatball. My name is a Melvani. No. Ah. no. That means you're Melvani. wrong. Interestingly enough, both of you very, very close, but wrong in different ways. The correct spelling of Melvani is M-E-L-V-O-N-I. Mm. No E on the end, Monica. Uh. No and then e an A instead of an O. I mean, yeah. O instead of an A. Yeah, no point there. All right, gotcha. Antoine, here's yours in round one. Please spell E-S-T-G-E-S-T-G. All right, I'm going to spell it the same way you just said it aloud. E-S-T-G is E-S-T-G. No, it isn't. What? That means you're no, wrong. it's not. No, it's not. It. No, it's what? not. That's right. No, it's not. <laughs> Or, or on the other side, yes, you'd be correct that no, no, it's not. Or that's unbelievable. So E-S-T-G. Hmm. Monica, your chance to steal. E-S-T-G. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going E-S-T-E-E-G-E-E. Some T-E-E's and some G-E-E's. E-S-T-G. 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 No. I was going to be upset if that was correct. I'm sorry. It was a little bit of both of you in there. E-S-T-G is correctly spelled E-S-T-G-E-E. G. Look at that. That's the second time we've done that. All right. Round two. No points in round one. Here we go to round two. Both of the the difficulty scale is fairly high on both of these. I feel like we started I know. No, I think you made it harder than it needed to be. <laughs> All right, Monica, okay. here's yours in round two. Please spell ASAP tie. ASAP tie. ASAP tie. ASAP tie. Good luck with that. All right, well, I'm going ASAP, A S A P T Y E E. How many E's? I'm going with the E's, yes. ASAP tie. With three E's. Well, two. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that means you're wrong. Two E's, three E's. That is incorrect. Antoine, please spell your chance to steal ASAP tie. ASAP tie. See, you're making it sound like there's an E on there. Tie. Yeah. Mm. Tie. All right. ASAP tie. Tie. I'm going tie-y. A tie-y. dollar sign mm-hmm. AP. So that's ASAP right there. Yes. And then T. Why, why? Polish, ASAP tie. ASAP tie. Is? 
Yes. Okay. And the dollar sign too. Of course, the dollar sign. Woo. Oh, because I figured we have you know ASAP Rocky or whatever. I, it's with a, the dollar it's sign, a whole. So. It's a whole team. Oh, I think. Right. All the ASAPs have I the think dollar sign. It's a, it's a yeah. must. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're not in there if you don't have the dollar sign. Then yeah. it's Woo. just an S, and nobody cares. Yeah. ASAP tie is a dollar sign A P. T-Y-Y. Good job. Yes. Antoine. Okay. You get this one right, you win. You get it wrong, Monica has a chance to force a tiebreaker. Here okay. we go. Antoine, please spell shift key. Shift key. Hmm. Something like stupid the is in Yes, but something right. stupid. Shift right. key. I'm going shift key because this is how it popped in my head, so this is what I'm going to go with. Shift key. S-H-I-F-T plus sign K-E-Y shift key. That's it. Going with the gut. That's it. Oh, I wish it wasn't. That means you're wrong. That's it. I actually got excited. I was mad. I I wanted to be I was already just, okay, go ahead and just. I almost wanted to call that guy, but like, could you change the way you spell that one? Because All right. So he tried to do a little something stupid in there. I did. I tried. I wanted to be right. It was a good idea. Monica, you got to get this one. Shift key. Shift key. Okay. So you said it's really stupid. Okay. Well, it's already. Okay. So shift key. S-H-I-F-T. The uh, musical key. Oh, you know what the, um, oh, like the the symbol? Yeah, the, like the little S. So the G clef. The, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> like that thing at the yes, beginning you know of what I'm all talking the about. notes. Yes. Uh huh. That's what I'm going with. Final answer. <laughs> Shift key. Oh man, I wish that one was right too, but it's not. That means you're wrong. Oh, oh, Antoine wins. Sorry. So close. And what they do. And they stay there. And I wanted both of you to be right. I mean, if he was that musical note, like, where is that even on a keyboard to type that? It's going to be something, you know. Yeah, now I have to find it. Oh, man. What function key do I have to hit up? Do I hit Grammarly? Is that the app that makes that one work? No, I'm sorry. The correct way to spell shift key is S-H-I-F-T-K number three Y. Shift key. Like, you flip the E around backwards. Antoine, congratulations. Thank you. Binge Watch Weekend is next. The K92 Morning Things Hot List. First, Drew Barrymore is leaving thirsty messages on Leo DiCaprio's Instagram. Is she now? Yes, she is. He had made some sort of post about global warming because he's all into the environment and whatever. And she left a flirty message that said, you should be the only hot one and not our planet. Wow. Thirst alert. I know. And you know what's ridiculous about this? And you probably thought the same thing I did. Because Drew Barrymore is very age appropriate for Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, she is. Yes. But when she posts on there, I immediately thought to myself, what's this old lady doing posting <laughs> on Leo DiCaprio's Instagram? What's she doing on there? Now, do you think she's being just having fun? I think so. Or she's actually like shooting her shot? Um, You know, I would initially have said she was just having fun. Because that's what we know her to be. But then later she went back and added another comment that said, thank you for always being the pioneer to save our planet. Like, I feel like she was trying to backtrack. Oh, yeah. She's because there was no he didn't reply to her comment. He just left it. I mean, he's Leo DiCaprio. He probably don't see any of his comments. He probably pays somebody to do his Instagram for him. But I think when she did not get a response right away of uh, she had to she had to follow back real quick. She had to make it look like (laughs) I just put that to be funny. But of course, all they really care about is the earth. You know, that's exactly what it is. But if you want to slide in these DMs, yep, they're open. Too old for him (laughs) as the appropriate age. 
Number two. How about getting paid $3 million to not work? I'll do it. Uh, really? I'll do it. What a shocker. You don't have to twist my arm anymore. No, me neither, Antoine. <laughs> That's what happened to James Gandolfini, who was Tony Soprano back uh-huh. in the day on HBO. So he's uh, no longer with us. But when he was alive, I guess there were talks to have him take over for Steve Carell on The Office, which would have been phenomenal. Wow. Oh, it would have been great. And I guess they were going to pay him, and HBO paid him to turn the role down because they didn't want the image of Tony Soprano to be sullied by what he was doing. Some of the other uh, former Sopranos co-hosts were talking about you it. You know, they, they talked about having Gandolfini at one point. Before James Spader and after Carell, they offered Jim... I want to say $4 million to play him for the season. And HBO paid him $3 million not to do it. That's a fact. That's amazing. Wow. I, I'm you, so jealous. Right. Like, you could pay me $1 to not work. Give me a dollar to not do this. Okay. Okay. I won't do it then. <laughs> yep, not Sounds a problem. good. Right. Number one. This is a fun game right here, Antoine. So, I have a list of celebrities who are surprisingly short. Okay. So, obviously, you know that when I ask you how tall do you think this person is, it's going to be a surprisingly short answer. So, try and go with the mindset of if I just asked you unsolicited, how tall do you think this person is? Okay. Okay. So, uh, like Lady Gaga, for example. If you, Lady Gaga, how tall do you think she is? And this is under the context of not thinking about, all right, I know she's going to be short. Right. I right. would have said somewhere, I would say like 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, 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 yeah. Yeah. She's 5'1". Five, 5'1". One. Five, one. She's tiny. Her personality is too big for that 5'1 body. I know. And and you just, even when you see her out there on stage and stuff, you just, she commands the stage. You think she's bigger. How about comedian Rob Schneider? Rob Schneider. You can do it. That okay. guy. If I said just on a normal I will day. say, I never thought that he was super tall. So I would probably say like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, okay. Well, how about 5'3"? There's no way he's that. Now I have to look up a picture he of little. him. I need him a, a picture of him standing beside somebody. He's like Kevin Hart height. Like you need him standing next to Kevin Hart so he's you can see. He's shorter than Kevin Hart because they're, uh, this this thing says Kevin Hart is five two, which I've met Kevin Hart. I don't think he's five two. I think he's five three, maybe five four, because we lined him up next to Monica, who I believe to be five one or five two. Yeah, it says he's five. Yeah, between yeah. five two and five four. Okay, here's one. This one's gonna shock you. So Danny Trejo. If you don't know the name, I'm telling you, you do, though, because he's Machete, uh-huh. and he's that tough Mexican gangster guy. The in giant one. Every movie. He's giant. Right. He's tall. So if I said how big, yeah, how big is Danny Trejo? I, how tall I would is have he? said, I, well, I would say 6'3". Six, 6'3". Three. Six, three. Like, like taller than me, significantly. He's five six, foot six, Antoine. How? So they film him from the ground. So, like, the camera is on the ground. It makes him look. So giant. I think, you know what he's doing too, because I never saw that height disparity with other people in the movies. I believe what he's doing is he's chopping them off at the knees and making them walk around <laughs> like, you know, half of their legs. So they all look wow. the same size. I know. I thought he was a giant man. How is it? I, I cannot. I'm five foot nine. How can I be taller than that guy? It just can't be possible. You're not. I, I don't, don't think I am it. either. I, I think even if I saw him, there's some way that he knows how to bend the earth. That still makes him tower over me. Like everybody else, we're sunk like in a little valley. Right. He's walking over I'm in some sort of gravitational sinkhole when you walk up to him and he boosts up. No, that off doesn't of make that. any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense at all. I need pictures of that one in particular because I don't even believe it when I see <laughs> it on this list. Wild. 
Happy hour, triple play in the books. Friday thing rolling on. Getting ready to do a little hip hop spelling bee action here. Binge watch weekend on the way. It's a hip hop spelling bee. The hip hop spelling bee. Say what? I said the hip hop spelling bee. The hip hop spelling bee. Show up. Cooling on the corner on a hot summer's day. Just me, my posse, the morning thing. So grab your drink and listen to me. Let's play the hip hop spelling bee. Woo! What's up? Oh, th- I appreciate your golf clap with an occasional woo mixed woo, in. I just throw it in there. <laughs> thank I you, like thank it. you. It is Antoine. It is Monica in the game. Hip hop spelling bee is very simple yet hard all at the same time. Give you a rapper. You just give me the correct spelling and you are the winner. Get it wrong. Your opponent has a chance to steal. Let's go ahead and play. Round one. Antoine, because your name comes first yes, in the alphabet, it does. I'm going to give Monica the choice. Would that you like to go first no in the game? <laughs> I mean, okay. it's a statement of fact, right? <laughs> totally. You know, I'll go first. Okay. Monica, you'll go first in the game. Please spell. Round one. Melvani. Melvani? Melvani. Okay. Uh, Melvani, I think, is um, M-E-L-V-O-N-I-E. Melvani. She looks at me with that extra E. Should I put the E on there? Melvani is... That means you're wrong. Sorry, that is not the correct spelling of Melvani. Antoine, your chance to steal because your name comes first in the alphabet. Okay, this, thank you. This is now your chance to steal. Yes, no problem. All right, Melvani. Melvani. I'm going to go with M E L V A N I. Melvani. Italian. Italian. Melvani. Ah, Melvani. That's yes. Ah, the making of spicy meatball. My name is a Melvani. No. Ah, no. That means you're Melvani. wrong. Interestingly enough, both of you very, very close, but wrong in different ways. The correct spelling of Melvani is M-E-L-V-O-N-I. Mm. No E on the end, Monica. Uh, no and then e an A is seven. I mean, yeah. O is seven A. Yeah, no point there. All right, gotcha. Antoine, here's yours in round one. Please spell E-S-T-G. E-S-T-G. All right, I'm going to spell it the same way you just said it aloud. ESTG is ESTG. No, it isn't. What? That means you're no, wrong. it's not. No, it's not. No, no, it's what? not. That's right. No, it's not. <laughs> or, or on the other side, yes, you'd be correct that no, no, it's not. ESTG. Or that's unbelievable. So ESTG. Hmm. Monica, your chance to steal. ESTG. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going ESTEEGEE. Some TEEs and some GEEs. ESTG. ESTG. No. Oh! I was going to be upset if that was correct. I'm sorry. It was a little bit of both of you in there. ESTG is correctly spelled E S T G E E. G. Look That's at that. the second time we've done that. Mm-hmm. All right. Round two. No points in round one. Here we go to round two. Both of the, the difficulty scale is fairly high on both of these. I feel like we started. I high. know. No, I think you made it harder than it needed to be. <laughs> All right, Monica, okay. here's yours in round two. Please spell ASAP tie. ASAP tie. ASAP tie. ASAP tie. Good luck with that. All right. Well, I'm going ASAP, A S A P T Y E E. How many E's? I'm going with the E's, yes. ASAP tie. With three E's. Well, two. Well, it doesn't matter. The <laughs> that right. means you're wrong. Two E's, three E's. That is incorrect. Antoine, please spell your chance to steal ASAP 
Tai. ASAP. Tai. See, you're making it sound like there's an E on there. Tai. Yeah. Tai. All right. ASAP. Tai. Tai. I'm going A dollar sign. AP. That's ASAP right there. Yes. And then T. Y. Y. ASAP. Tai. ASAP. Tai. Is. Yes! Right. And well, the dollar no. sign, too? Of course the dollar Woo. sign. Oh, because I figured we have, you know, ASAP Rocky or whatever. I, it's a, dollar it's sign, a whole so. it's a whole team, oh, I think. Right. All the ASAPs have I the dollar sign. It's a, crew. It's a yeah. must. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're not in there. If you don't have the dollar sign, then yeah. it's Woo. just an S and nobody cares. Yeah, ASAP tie is A dollar sign A-P-T-Y-Y. Good job, Yes. Antoine. Okay, you get this one right, you win. You get it wrong, Monica has a chance to force a tiebreaker. Here okay. we go. Antoine, please spell shift key. Shift Key. Hmm. Something stupid like is in there. Yes, but something right. stupid. Shift right. key. I'm going shift key because this is how it popped in my head, so this is what I'm going to go with. Shift key. S-H-I-F-T plus sign K-E-Y shift key. That's it. Going with the gut. That's it. Oh, I wish it was oh, That means you're wrong. That's it. I actually got excited. I was mad. I, I wanted to be I was already just, okay, go ahead and just go I almost want to call that guy, but like, could you change the way you <laughs> spell that one? Because All right. So he tried to do a little something stupid in I there. I did. I tried. I wanted to be right. It was a good idea. Monica, you got to get this one. Shift key. Shift key. Okay. So you said it's really stupid? Okay. Well, it's already. Okay. So shift key. S-H-I-F-T. The uh, musical key. Oh, you know what the, um, oh, like the the symbol, yeah, the, like the little S. So the G clef. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like that thing at the yes, beginning you know of all the about. notes. Yes, uh huh. That's what I'm going with. Final answer. <laughs> Shift key. Oh man, I wish that one was right too, but it's not. That means you're wrong. Oh. Antoine wins. Sorry. So close. And what they do. And they stay there. I wanted both of you to be right. I mean, if he was that musical note, like, where is that even on a keyboard to type that? It's going to be something, you know. Yeah, now I have to find it. Oh, man. What function key do I have to hit up? Do I hit Grammarly? Is that the app that makes that one work? No, I'm sorry. The correct way to spell shift key is S-H-I-F-T-K number three uh, Y. Shift right. key. Like, you okay. put the E around yeah. backwards. Antoine, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Binge Watch Weekend is next. Antoine's Binge Watch Weekend. Maybe you want to go out and do stuff. Maybe it's too dang hot out there and you just want to lay inside yes. on top of an air conditioner <laughs> and watch things instead. Just lay on it. If you have a window unit, just take the window unit out the window and just lay it down and then lay on top of it. Like I would a pillow. say um, it's I'd put it in this category of really enjoyable things in life, moments in life that are just phenomenal, that are also totally trashy. And it would be when you come inside and you're real hot. Maybe you've been doing yard work or something and you're all sweaty is to just pull your shirt up and stand by a window unit. I mean, it feels so good. Oh, yeah. I've done that so many times. But you are you're trash. You're trailer trash at that point. You're you're just blowing that sweat and funk just all around the house. But it feels so good. I just feel like I'm going to pull up my shirt. (laughs) Go ahead and cool off. I mean, to blow the cool air onto your armpits again. 
classless. Yes. God, it feels so good. It feels so, <laughs> so good. But uh, yeah, so what's going on this week on the tube or on the screen or whatever? All right. So we are going to start with an event. And I'm, I'm a sucker for an event. If if you tell me we have this film event or this TV series event, you already have my attention. Okay. And, and it feels like it's it's bigger than what it should be. And in a lot of cases, too, when it's an event, what is cool about that now is so rarely do we all kind of watch something at the same time or get gather around for an event. Everything is just kind of on whenever you feel like yes, it. Yes, exactly. And so on Netflix, they have a, it's called Fear Street, a film trilogy event oh yeah you know and I, i've seen some previews for this uh or not even just previews just it keeps popping up in my stuff i've seen it on the internet and stuff it's like a uh three different horror movie trilogy or something yes okay so it starts in 1994 a group of teenagers discover that terrifying events that have haunted their town for generations are all connected and so the way that netflix is doing this two weeks ago they released a movie that took place in 1994 okay Last Friday, they released a movie that took place in 1978, I believe the year was. Gotcha. I watched both of those. And now today, Netflix has released a third movie in this trilogy event that took place in like the 1600s. Oh, well, look at that. And so it's all connected. And you would think like normally they start from the oldest and come to the most recent. So I like what they're doing where they started with the most recent, relatively speaking, Mm -hmm. and went backwards because... In the first movie, they're still trying to figure out how to stop the things that's been haunting this town. Yeah, I like that. So they and they kind of like bounce around in the timelines and show you how it's connected over about three hundred years, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and so. it gives you that kind of like, especially the first one, that Stranger Things feel because it's all nostalgia. It's not as good as Stranger Things, so yeah. I'm, I'm bringing the expectations down. Hey, look, I'm taking what I can get because Stranger <laughs> Things is never going to come out again. But it so gives you fine. nostalgia of the 90s, and then it gives you the one of the, the 70s, 80s, so it's really good. Like I said, I've watched the first two. So you enjoyed them? I enjoyed them, and, right. they're, and they're slasher film, okay. like horror movies too. So it's not like, you know, a whole bunch of ghosts and stuff. It's like, you know, somebody's chasing somebody with a knife. How and scary and violent are we talking here? It's not extreme. Let me ask as a bad parent, can a nine-year-old watch this? Yes, I think I think, <laughs> okay. I think your nine-year-old could watch this, based right. upon what I know of his parents. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you? Yes. Yeah. No, no, I think it, it's not a lot of language. There's no, like, sexual type stuff. So, All yeah, right. I think you can watch it. Okay. All right, so that's on Netflix at the movie theater, because we're giving away tickets to Grandin Theater. Oh, I know, look at that. So, Black Widow, the most recent Marvel movie to come in theaters. The first one we've had in in two years. Yeah, I know. A movie theater MCU movie. And this is Scarlett Johansson, but as best we know, maybe her last Black Widow. I mean, Civil War, do we not well, know Well, so this movie takes place in between uh. an Avengers Infinity War. Okay. So it doesn't really have any long-term impact. Maybe. Gotcha. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. All right. But it takes place in a timeline that we've already passed through. The Avengers uh, Marvel Universe timeline <laughs> is the most confusing timeline <laughs> to me. Just I, I don't I even know. Say this. I, I will say it. this to you, Zach, and to anybody, to everybody listening. You did not need to see all the other movies to understand this. This is strictly a standalone movie. Okay. It takes place after Civil War when Scarlett Johansson, her character Black Widow, goes on the run. Because gotcha. she's, uh, uh, she's on the run then. And it just gives... 
the time that she's gone, what takes place then. Antoine, as a relative hater of most superhero movies, I can tell you, you don't need to watch the previous one to watch the current one ever. Just so you know, <laughs> ever, you'll catch up in five yes. minutes. So that superhero Black- bang, bang, stuff, smash, <laughs> the end. That is kind of what happens. Yep. But yeah, so Black Widow's in the movie theater, so go to Grandin and check that out. Or you can watch it on Disney+. Plus. You have to. $30. You have to pay $30 for it. So $30. Go to Grandin. Go to Grandin and get that popcorn. Give them the $30. <laughs> exactly. And also, so this is what I'm super excited about, but also super nervous about. Yeah. Came out today starring mm-hmm. LeBron James and Bugs Bunny. Space Jam, A New Legacy is at the movie theater and it's on HBO Max today. And it's not a good sign when words like abomination are used by reviewers. The headline is- from New York Post said that this movie was an abomination. But Yikes. it's a movie starring a basketball player, LeBron James, is a main character. And then cartoons that, if we're being honest with ourselves, these cartoons haven't been relevant in a very long time. Correct. Like, if you look at your kid right now and said, tell me everything you know about Bugs Bunny. They may not have an answer. Nope. But it's for me. This movie's okay. for me. Yeah, it's true. for our generation. Yeah, there's something interesting about how, I mean, if you go all the way back in the day to the old timiness and, and you know, the really the old timey when there were two things on television and they were Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny. That was basically it. How well Disney has grown their brand versus how poorly Looney Tunes grew theirs. Yeah, Warner Brothers kind of dropped the ball. Big time. With them. Yeah. With them. Because Bugs Bunny was iconic. He was way bigger than Mickey Mouse to me. Absolutely. And, and he, when I was growing up, Mickey, who? Man, I thought dork. Mickey was lame when I was a kid. Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, all that stuff was great. But this would be a great time to introduce your kids to Bugs Bunny because HBO Max, they are doing seasons of Looney Tunes. They've just started season two. Okay. So it gives you time to jump back into it. They're trying to rebrand. So, yeah, Space Jam. What better way to introduce your kids to an abomination? Uh, (laughs) No, the best way is to introduce them with LeBron James because the kids do know who LeBron James is for the most part. Yeah, no, my my son did say he's like, Dad, we should watch Space Jam because LeBron's in it. See, there you go. Team him up with Bugs Bunny. So to run it down real quick on Netflix, we have the Fear Street Film Trilogy event. Like I said, it's really good. And actually, we got a text in the 52353. I said it's definitely good for teenagers. Okay. It's definitely good for them. All right. And I've shown my nine-year-old plenty of inappropriate things. So where he's there nine going go. on 14, we'll go with that. How about All that? right. Mm-hmm. And then we have the latest MCU movie, Black Widow. You can watch that in the movie theater. Go to Grandin or Disney+. Plus. And then last but not least, I'm super excited. I can't wait to watch it. Space Jam, A New Legacy is at the movie theater and also on HBO Max. You going to watch it this weekend? Yes. All right, you report back. (laughs) I'm definitely watching it this week. Is it an abomination? (laughs) We will find out next week. That is your Binge Watch Weekend. If you miss anything, go to K92MorningThang.com for links and trailers and information and all that. It's the K92 Morning Thang's most viral. Viral right now. I have a woman, no matter how bad your day is today, I believe she had a worse day. She has a worse. Okay. Unless you die today. But then there's really no way for you to text in later and let us know about that. So, yeah, and maybe you, know. you went the way you wanted to go to. The way I want to go is by not going. <laughs> by staying. <laughs> but fair. we'll get into that. Two different instances of the wrong house. One of them, I believe. One of them, I do not. This first one, I believe. So this dude, I guess, he's got a regular job at a liquor store. But then he cleans houses for some of his friends to uh-huh. make extra money. So I guess he agreed to clean a coworker's house or something. And, you know, a person said, key will be under the door, go blah, blah, blah. He messed up the address and went to another house 
and clean that person's house and have no idea. I guess they had to key under the mat and everything, too. I would love to come home to that, though. I know. How great would that be? Though you also find out that you had a strange man in your home. So the- so I clean my friend's apartments for extra money on the side, right? But my friend tells me that one of his coworkers wants me to clean his apartment. He tells me that there's a key under the mat. So he calls me and he's like, yo, where are you? And I was like, um... I'm in your living room waiting for you to walk in. I'm playing with your cat. He goes, uh, man, I don't have a cat. I cleaned the wrong apartment and broke in and cleaned somebody's random apartment. He cleaned the house of Beth and Tom Motzel, in case you're wondering. Okay. And they did say he did a good job. He cleaned up after the cats. He played with them. They said he's the cleaning fairy. He's got a referral now. I know. Maybe get another job out of it. The second one, I don't believe this wrong house one because this woman has been going on viral on TikTok. But the fact that it's gone on for several days, I'm, I'm just not buying it. But she claims that some workers showed up at her house, you know, to do work, to build uh-huh. a deck. And she did not order workers to come. But she went ahead and said, sure, go out back and build the deck. Since and, you're here. Right. And she's saying that they've been building this deck for days. Like she keeps filming. Here they are still here building this deck. That they're not supposed to be doing at my house. This I don't believe this one at all. And then people were railing her on TikTok saying, well, are you going to pay exactly. at the end? Because these people are still doing the work and everything. Oh, no, this one's definitely a setup. Yeah, so I, I think publicity stunt on that one. This, not a publicity stunt. But what it is definitely is a woman who had a worse day than you. Maybe a day sucked yesterday. Uh-huh. Like, just work was... It was sweaty. You know, you that. husband it was, sweaty. was whatever. Uh, you did not end up having to be rescued by firefighters because you got trapped between two buildings. You know, sometimes commercial buildings are really close together. Uh-huh. So this woman somehow wedged herself between two buildings that were only eight inches apart. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I should put out, point out she was um, naked and upside down. So... She was naked and upside down. Yes. So obviously she was caught in the bed of somebody who wasn't hers. And he threw her up in the air? <laughs> no, she fled. She, she fled. fled. Yeah. She fled from the rooftop to rooftop. You could actually, this uh, bystander talking about it, we could hear it starts with the woman being trapped and screaming for help in here. <laughs> She's having a terrible day. You can hear that already. Here we go. <laughs> Well, we, we heard the lady in the back uh, behind our shop over there screaming, screaming, screaming. You know what I'm saying? And they see her stuck with the, between the two walls, and she's all naked. Yeah, <laughs> she's all naked. She's all naked. I don't know how. Again, I told it's only eight inches, like a foot. We're talking about here. So she somehow managed to fall in upside down. She was fleeing the scene. She tripped. She tried to jump over like they do in the movies. She missed time to jump. She tripped her okay. foot on the on the and original fell roof, and, fell yeah. head first, and just. Well, I would recommend in the future instead of trying to jump next time, just step over. It's eight inches. It's eight I'm inches. Just, yep, just, you know, it's like you can just. It's like walking over a speed bump. You just go on to the next one. They did get her out. She's fine, and by fine, I mean she had a terrible day that you could never ever forget. Cheryl, how was yesterday? Shut up. The K92 Morning Thing. Hear more at K92Radio.com.